Episode 193, Tips for Defining 2023 to Elevate 2024. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to be here. And if you're listening to this when it comes out, it is the end of 2023. And you know, it's kind of crazy when we think we've already just gone through another year. And that's what I tell my husband. I think time just goes faster as you get older. I'm 47. <laughs> so time is starting to uh, go really fast. And I'm just like, I can't believe we're through another year and all the things that have happened. And so I just want to share a few tips with you on some ways to look at 23, 2023 and how we want to define it. How do we want to reflect so that it sets us up to elevate in 2024? So I think that it's, you know, we're, we're going to naturally do things. And a lot of times when I, when someone will say to me, like, how did it go? And if I, if I don't think about things and not intentional and I call it not filtering, I, I tend to like say the negative, even though I like to think that I'm like a, a, like a glass half full kind of girl, but my brain will just spit something out that some things that went wrong because it's really easy to find things that went wrong or that didn't work out. So I luckily through training, I usually will say the things that are good, but I want us to go back and say like, what happened in 2023? What are the things that I want to stand out? And how do I want to lead this story going into 2024? So how am I going to take what I learned in 2023? That will be part of 20 that will then propel me into 2024. And oftentimes what we're thinking about our past is what we're creating in the present because we're bringing our past and that is our present because our past still collides into our present. But what we're thinking about our present or we're thinking about our future will be so important in the present because it's the direction that we're heading. And so we, we want to know about our past so it, it can actually propel us in the direction we want to go. So on the team, which I love my team, but the book that we chose for the month is All It Takes is the Goal by John Acuff. I love him. I'm in his GGC, his Guaranteed Goal Community. It's a yearly program. He has nine books out. I've read probably all of them, but they all are so easy to read. I listen to them audible and then read them and then highlight them. But they have such practical steps, practical tips that I encourage you to read it. But until you read it, I will share you share with you some of his quotes, some of his thoughts, some of his ideas in helping you get a goal, but I'm going to say it because you know, when 2024 starts, everyone's setting goals anyways, and they're trying to get a news resolution and they think they're going to change everything about 20, about themselves in 2024, which is great, but I want to set us up for success this way. So I want us to have a few tips that will help us. So I am suggesting, and he talks about this in like the first third of his book is your best moments list. And he defines best moments as um, when your vision and your reality overlap. So when they come together and that's your best moment. And then he goes on to say later on in the book, but he talks about your comfort zone, your chaos zone, 
and your potential zone. So he says the potential zone is the gap between your reality and your vision. So that's how you, that's what your potential is. We're trying to fill that gap. But I want to stay with the best moments list. So as what I did as I went through my camera roll, probably not like the best time of night because it was Saturday night. I was waiting for Sunday at home. So I was like 11 to maybe like midnight, <laughs> maybe 1130 to midnight. I went back to January 1st and then just started watching. Well, I went onto my Instagram because I post often enough that I post reels and I do post, but they're usually the things that are going on in my life. So I went through those and I really just started reflecting and I really started you know, you know, I knew I was going to do this podcast, but I was really thinking about how am I going to define 2023? And I remember one of the trips that stood out to me that was one of the best moments is me and my husband's anniversary. We'd gone to some hot springs in Pagosa Springs and we had done some hiking and running and some eating some really good food. I'd actually brought our carrot cake anniversary cookies, the one it's, it's on a reel back in April. I brought these yummy cookies that we had and I brought a lot of healthy meals and we went out for some meals, but we had so much fun together. We had fun building relationships and I went out for this really long run. We'd hiked and then I stayed out and went running for a while. while I think we hiked longer. I can't remember. Um, but I came back and one of the songs that I loved, it said, this is the best year yet. I'm like, this is going to be my best year yet. <laughs> and I mean, it was like, I'm going to define it that it was my best year yet. I mean, did I have some highs and lows for sure, but I'm going to define it as the, as my best year yet. And so that trip was one of my best moments and going back, looking through, I mean, I'm just going to pop out a few. I can't even remember all of them, but another one was when I went with my um, Utah state friends, I've been friends with them for over 20 years. And they were with me when I did my first half marathon without KT tape, without brace or anything like that. After my recovery from my, my ski accident was in 2022. So it almost been a year when I did my half marathon, which I've done racing since then, but it was like not really racing. It was just kind of for fun. And even this half marathon I did in February, 2023, it wasn't really racing, but it was like me prepping to get back to it. Like you have to take steps. Right. And they were all there. And I saw like a real I'd made and they're all cheering me on. And a few of them did it with me. And the other ones had posters. And those are some best moments when like the vision that I had to be able to start running again and to move my body again. And I love to create stuff when people are there. Like I love the relationships and the experiences that we make in the moments that we create. And my reality and my vision came together. And a few other times, there was our, one of our retreats was in Bear Lake in July. And I remember sitting down that night, we were, we were having some coaching sessions before we did our yoga. And I said to them, because I envisioned this over 10 years ago when I lived in Texas and I was, someone had asked me what my ideal day would be. And I said, it would be eating yummy food, swimming, biking, running, being with people I love, family and friends and creating these memories and doing it all together. And that is what we did at Bear Lake for three days. And that vision I had so long ago, well, 10 years ago, and it collided with the reality that was happening and it was amazing. And that was the best moment. The same, same thing that happened in our incline retreat out here in Colorado Springs in October. I got to bring that vision again back to life. And that was another best moment. And the, the ability to race again and race with my teammates and race with Team Elevate Girls. And I really, I have this vision that I would get back onto the podium that it would be possible for me that I would be able to recover and I would be able to get back to the athlete that I used to be Actually, I think I'm back to a more aware athlete, but I got back to that and I was able to get on the podium. So in doing this best moments list, 
The thing that John Acuff was talking about is that a lot of times they tell you, you know, don't go back in your past. They're like, look forward, you know, where you're heading is not in the past, which, or just the rear view mirror, like look forward because, you know, obviously you, you want to look into the big open screen instead of always looking in the rear view mirror. But he's like, let's actually take these moments and decide what they mean about us. And he said, in doing this, he realized there was four things that stood out to him. And the first was, it just felt amazing. Like I just said to you, when you go back through your camera roll, or you go back to your Instagram or your journal or wherever you post things, and you feel amazing when you find these, these um, best moments. And you're like, oh my gosh, that happened. And it, and it's almost like a nostalgic moment. And you just want to pause and you just, you, you pause on life, you pause on that moment. And it's, it feels so good. And the next thing is, is he's like, it brings you into gratefulness that I'm trying to find the quote. So I'm going to open the book up and I can only do the quote in a second. But he's like, you find that gratefulness that you sometimes might have forgotten about or the people that you love so much that sometimes you don't get to see or just the ability to move your body. Or for me, it's like the food that we create and the food that fuels our body, the food that lets us live a big life. And that was another thing that pulled up, like I've shared with you, but like our Thanksgiving that me and my sister like created we called it new, new school food, but really it's just whole clean food that was traditional Thanksgiving meals and we just created it into something else. And I was like, this is amazing. And we felt good. We got to connect. We had this experience, these moments. Those are, those are precious, right? And so that gratefulness of what we have the ability to create, the moments we have together, the family that I love so deeply, that's another thing that came up. And the thing that I talk about often he said is the third thing is the self-awareness. We begin to know ourselves. We begin to see things. And I am going to touch on this towards the end, but the self-awareness that, you know, our humanness, the reality of things, things that we do like, things that we don't like. And that's part of making this list is like, what is it that I love? What were my best moments? And I mean, I know what I came up with. <laughs> it's the same thing I coach on, but it's, the food, there was always food somehow involved with it that was healthy, delicious, nutritious food. Fitness and movement and being out in the great out outdoors is a part of that. And the third thing is connection with family, friends and having fun, right? All those are together and basically like is just connecting my relationships and having these experiences and moments. And I knew, and I know that those are my best moments. That's why I coach on those things, right? <laughs> because I think that's how we elevate our game. And so I found those things as I went through my reel and I went through my Instagram and I hope that you find those things too. And the, um, it says, he says in there that until you begin to have self-awareness, you can't tap into your potential if you don't know what you really care about. So you begin to see what you care about. And the last one is he just talks about mindfulness is just being mindful of the moments that you had and, um, and just really taking that pause. Everyone talks about being present, but I love this, this quote. He said, being present is just learning to be nostalgic about the moment you're still in. And ever since I read that quote, I've just wanted to pause. Like my kids are coming home for Christmas. My kids are all home for Thanksgiving. And I just pause in some of the moments that we're at and be nostalgic in the moment that I'm in. And when you start doing this best moments list and you start seeing the things you're grateful for, you start seeing the things that made you feel amazing. You start having self-awareness of what those things are. You can begin, your brain starts honing in to do that in the present, to do it right now. So you don't have to wait to go back in the past. So 
you learn from your past what it is and it starts your brain is really powerful. It will start honing on those moments now. So you get to see them and you get to be nostalgic about the moment that you're in. And I love that quote. And I think about that so much now. So hopefully that quote will ring true for you and try, try, even if you're not done with 2023, if you have a few more weeks, or a few more days or wherever you're at in this is being nostalgic in the moment that you're in. That's the mindfulness of it. So that's the first thing is to really create this best moments list. We're defining it. And we're reflecting in a way that's going to pull out these memories that we love. It's going to help us see ourselves, be aware, be grateful. And when we have a gratefulness about us, it's an energy that is kind of, I think, hard to define all the way. But we see things from such a different way. But all these things that I'm talking about have to be trained. If we want to find you know, gratitude, if we want to feel amazing, if we want to have self-awareness, and if we want to be mindful... That's what I was saying in the beginning, that if someone just comes up to me and asks me how I did in a race, like, unless I, like if they ask me right when I finished a race, besides the fact that I'm so happy I'm done, I will be like, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And, I, and I've learned now to just take a pause and they ask, for, ask it and just be like, I'm so grateful that I'm here. I'm so grateful that I get to cross the finish line. I've trained myself to say that because it's true, but I've had experiences where I couldn't do it. And I've had, I've had a, so much racing where I just say all the negative things. And then you're like, at what, at what cost, what does that cost? Why do I even do it? Right. But that's the thing we have to train ourselves to do. If we are going to head into 2024, we want to take 2023 and we want to define it. We want to tell a story that is going to set us up for the best 2024. I'm going to talk about, I know there's some people are going to be saying to me, hold on, wait, hold on. We, we can't always just talk about the positive, right? I'm going to get to it. Just hold your horses if that's what you're saying to me right now. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is that if you do this, possibly, maybe you don't, maybe I'm the only one, but we also often play this comparison game. So when we're reflecting on 2023 or AKA for reflecting on our day, and then we somehow start getting on social media and start scrolling and we start seeing someone else is doing better for me as a coach or being doing better as an athlete or as a mom, right? I'm like, what, why are they doing better? And I start comparing myself, right? But I love another quote. He says, in the absence of a scorecard, your brain will use someone else's. So as we're doing this, as we're reflecting back on 2023, I want you to go into it with your own scorecard. I don't want you to go in and have someone else's scorecard or or say you have a friend or you have someone else that has things, quote unquote, that look better to them. But what's your scorecard, right? One of the things that is always kind of trippy for me that I've had so many, like I've worked through it a lot, but you know, I'll see coaches and and they're, they're excelling and they, it seems like they're doing a great and everything is working out for them. And I'll have some people coaching me be like, well, let's, let's remember what your scorecard is, right? Let's remember the most important things to you. And it's always my relationships, always my family comes first. You know, my fitness and my food are going to be there. My athletes are going to be there, but I have to remember that like, I'm not all, I don't put all my eggs in one basket. So if some coaches, maybe that's where they can go. They can put a lot of effort into that right now. I'm like, not right now. Like I'm still in the mix of motherhood. I'm still in the mix of, you know, racing myself. And I have to remember, no, I have my own scorecard. Like I know how much time I want to put into this and how much I can put into this and still succeed in the other areas. Right. But if I just go on Instagram and see something or see an athlete that spend has more time to spend and then I can't do that, then I feel bad, right? And he talks about three things that we do in order to not have these best moments, in order to sabotage. But I just want you to be aware of because when you're forming these lists, 
our mind will often play tricks on us. That's the thing I was saying that it's easy to do. And he says the three things are, um, oh, it's, we, we self-sabotage, right? We say, you know, I could have done this better. I should have done this better. And we sabotage ourselves. We are our hardest critic. We are the one that's the hardest to change. <laughs> um, the lack of self-awareness. We don't take the time to be aware. We either think we should be robotic or we're not self-aware to be like, yeah, I'm probably not going to do it perfectly. And that's okay. There's been progress there. And the other one is the sense of guilt. And that's me. I usually feel guilty. I'm like, oh, I should have put more time here. I should have done that. Like, I'm probably the third one. It's the one I get tripped up on when I like scroll through social media, right? And this is what I want to say to my clients too. I'm like, when we're going through this, because we work a lot on our health, is I want to say, what healthy habit did you obtain throughout this year? Right. Let's let's pull that out. Let's if it's breakfast, as I we always start with breakfast. Well, not always, but I, I tell most people it's easier to start with breakfast when they're trying to get more plant-based, more color, more plant points. If we're trying to get more nutrient dense, I'm like, let's start with breakfast because it trickles into the rest of our food. And so I'm like, I want to say to them, go through your breakfasts. Let's go see if that is now a habit for you. Or if it's in the snacking area, that's another one of my weaknesses, is that I I'll, I'll do good with my food, but in the middle of the day, between like Two and five, if I don't get to sneak a 20 minute nap in, <laughs> that's when I want to grab food to give me energy to stay awake. And it's not usually food that I am actually hungry for, right? So I'll tell my athletes, my clients, I'll say like, let's look to see if that's an area we worked on. Or I tell them, let's have your own scorecard. What was it when you went on vacation? What were you trying to do? Were you trying to have your own? So we have like a regular everyday life protocol or something that we follow, right? Because we have a plan and we follow that. But when we go on vacation, we work on this is that we don't have, it's not so structured, but we still have an outline. We still do that so we're conscious. We don't have to go blind and we don't have to come back and restart, right? And I'll say, how many vacations were you able to do that? Let's go through and measure that. So we want to go into this with our own scorecard of what we're trying to measure, Right. If we're going into a scorecard and our friends just lost 50 pounds and our scorecard wasn't really that our scorecard was just to bring healthy habits in. Our scorecard was to become more aware. Our scorecard was to make fitness a part of our life. And then somehow someone else lost 50 pounds and we go through our 2023 and we're like, oh, I didn't lose 50 pounds. And I guess I'm on a self-sabotage. I didn't do it right. Right. I felt guilty because I didn't I didn't accomplish things. And then. That's the natural. That's just really natural for our brain to be like, oh yeah, you you better play it. You better play it safe in 2024, right? I mean, you could elevate, but you should just start back restart in 2023 because you didn't really succeed. And our brain just plays this delusional game on us, and we believe it at that point. And that's what I want to tell you: like, go into this and have your own scorecard, or set up a scorecard so that you can start pulling things out that were helpful for you, that you know that will set you up better for 2024 than just playing that comparison game. And usually when we play a comparison game where our brain uses someone else's scorecard and we don't usually win. So I want you to go in and play a game and you set up the rules, you set up the outline, you set up the guidelines because then you can win because it's not someone else's. We don't know what else someone's game is. We don't know what their rules are. We don't know where their effort goes. We don't know all of that about them. So let's keep it on us. And that is probably a big way that the 2023 can be sabotaged. And so I want you to take one back. And the last one is that I wanted to allude to the fact that people will say, well, if I just want to find the positive in the best moments, then aren't, aren't I forgetting some of the things that went wrong? Am I just going to negate all the bad things that I did? Or, And I'm like, listen here, people talk about toxic positivity toxic positivity. And I'm not, I'm not advocating for that at all. I don't think actually life should be positive all the time because I think there's so much we learn in the heart. There's so much we learn in maybe the sadness or the disappointment or 
maybe we'll call it failure or embarrassment. We learn so much. And so I'm not negating that, but I'm saying we already find that our brain is so good at finding that without us doing any redirecting. So I know that you found that already. I'm not, I'm, I'm not telling you to go look for that. You have already found that throughout the whole year. And that's why I'm telling you, be careful with the comparison game because that's part of how we find it. So I want you to go into it and know that, of course, you're going to pull things out that have not been as good for you, right? Like I said, right when a race finishes, I used to just say everything was wrong, everything went wrong. But I already know the things that have been, have gone wrong this year. Like my brain has been telling me all year long, I don't need to make a big list. So I'm saying, let's tell a story. Let's redirect, right? Because the un, the undirected brain will discuss everything that went bad. And I'll probably pull out some good things. But most of the time, it focuses a lot more on the part that's just not comfortable, that's, <laughs> that's not efficient, and that put us in pain. And it's like, let's not do that again. And it'll pull that up for us. So I want us to say, okay, yeah, like I know that's going to be there. And I actually know that's part of my growth. And I want to see what I learned from those experiences. I want to see what that taught me, where that grew me, because then I can take that into 2024 in such a new way and not a negative connotation, not a way that I'm just like, I'm just going to be happy and everything's going to work out perfect. That's the toxic positivity I'm talking about. I know you're not going to do that because that's not, that's not what we do. That's not natural. And I want us just to redirect to just bring those best moments, see the things that bring our best moments, create some of our goals, create some of our um, things that we want in 2024, build that into your, build that into your 2024, build that into these New Year's resolutions that you're doing, build these things that you know, that you like, when you've gotten self-awareness, you're like, oh, I like this. And this is what helps me create that. Put that in there because then we can elevate in 2024. We can take what 2023 did and use it as an accelerator instead of having to go all the way back again. It's going to be something to accelerate. Let's find the ways we've grown, the way we've changed. And, you know, we can say it from the outside. Maybe we look different, maybe we have different health habits, but we can also define the things that we've, that we've grown, the way we've learned. And some of the hard moments that we've been like, wow, but I actually made it through. I gained more capacity. I gained more courage. And those aren't scorecards that we can really per se keep track of. So I say have a scorecard so that we're not comparing ourselves to others, but, but have compassion when you're looking at 2023, have a sense that like you are made to create, you are made to evolve and what evolved you this year? What capacity did you tap into that you didn't otherwise know you had, but maybe that challenge, maybe that struggle tapped you into that capacity that actually grew you, that builds some confidence inside of you. And then we're going to use that as we go forward. So my challenge to you is, you know, let's get out of your comfort zone. And I'm sure you did in 2023. Find how you got out of that. Find how you came through some of those and how that created some of your best moments, right? And then decide how am I going to keep doing that so I can elevate in 2024. I don't have to go back down to square one, which we don't really ever go backwards. Just so you know, <laughs> we're going forward and we can't change anything. In 2023, I mean, I don't know when you're listening to this, but for the majority in January or February 2023, right? We can't go back and change that. So what do we want to do now that will propel us, that will be forward motion, that will be, we'll tell about the past in a way that our, that captures our present and that we'll be able to move forward into the future with this present energy. 
And I want you to try this out. I'm excited. I'm, I'm doing it right along with you. That is something I really believe in is being my best student first, right? I'm in the trenches with you, but it's exciting. It's cool to think about the person I created in 2023 is now going to go into 2024. And how is 2024 going to be my best year yet? And I want you to ask that question to yourself too. I know it's going to take digging a little bit, but it's exciting. And I know it's going to help elevate you. And let's try it out for this week as we create this, as we start heading into 2024. And I'll be back again. See how it goes. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise, we strengthen our body and our mind. We see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our life. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I'll love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.